What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're here to talk divisional round of the playoffs, recapping what went down Saturday and Sunday. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment what you thought of the Saturday and Sunday games. If your team's still going, let us hear it. If your team lost, let us know how. I'm Paul. Pick a win. I'm Concha, and I'm joined with. You already know, man. Is that boy that kept? Water boy, boy, a.k.a. the Dom P.Y.E. Always the realest on your screen. And more than anything, it's a motherfucker that got to watch some great football on the couch. Week two is a lot wetter than week one of the, in the, in the playoffs because week two was like, all right, we've been we really supposed to be here. Let's just chill. Uh, no, it, 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 a lot of games were close. Week one was a lot of blowouts, whereas uh, mul- I won't kind of say blowouts, but multiple possession games where like it wasn't just within one score by the end of it. Like this week was every game, mostly every game was within one possession. At the end of it. I think that's the interesting um concept of the seventh seed because it's like the seventh seed makes it very interesting when it comes to the end of the season stuff. But when have you seen an interesting two versus seven game? Well, the first time ever this year when the Packers beat the Cowboys. Oh, that was a two seven. Yeah, that was the first time in the history because well, it was all new. It was oh, all new three years with the two seven, and the Packers were the first ever seven. That's what added more insult to injury. It was like they were the first ever seven seed to actually win a game. Ooh, and then oh, how did they? What did they follow up with? Like. 21-24 against the 49ers, and they, they it was a good chunk of this game where they looked like the better team. Oh, wow. Thank you, Paul. I didn't want to keep saying that out loud. So I was like, damn, bro. I like the like seven seed thing. But, like, boy, the first uh, round, the first round be so shitty. The Packers put on for the seven seed, but the seven seed ain't going no fucking way after, after what the Packers did this year for the boys. Shout out to the boys. But, yeah. I mean, this week was fucking phenomenal. We got to see – it felt like all the stars were up. Fucking Lamar, Josh Allen, fucking Pat Mahomes, fucking Jordan Love was doing this thing. It just felt like all the stars were up. There were no pretenders on the field. Baker. 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 Oklahoma Baker. What? Calvin Johnson. Mike Evans. I think Calvin Johnson popped up at the at the game for Detroit. Um, I don't know if Barry Sanders yeah. was there. Shit, maybe. Mike, I don't know. Jameer Gibbs, Mike Evans, and the boys. Like, Nick was putting all of this weekend. Who? Jason Taylor Swift. Oh, this guy. <laughs> Jason Kelsey was there without a shirt in the stands, supporting his brother. Yeah. Rasheed Rice was eating. Yeah, that was, yeah, was And that's we're not even talking defenses. We haven't even brought up the defenses. What? Great fucking week. So, where do you want to start? We start, well, the first game, just to get it out of the way, because it's probably going to be the quickest game. Ravens beating the Texans 34-10. to It was 10-10 at halftime, and then that's when the Ravens' defense uh, locked locked up and that's when the Ravens offense continue to do what they do. Lamar showed it right he don't forget he got he can run too. Uh but yeah, I mean once again the Ravens took a good team and just showed them like, hey, like we're 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 here for on a mission this year. Like we're we're not here just to beat you. We're gonna like beat you. 
Yeah, they said Lamar wanted to, Lamar said he wanted to lock through a whole lot of snap. Like did he figure something out and made the adjustments to go. And I, what I like about it was they scored those thirty four those twenty four points, but like Lamar didn't have no crazy nice numbers. Like the throwing wise. But he ran for a hundred. Like he started like using them legs again. And I was like, okay, this is two touchdowns, a hundred care like hundred yards. Like that's the Lamar from early on. And he's not taking those unnecessary shots. Like he's the shit that add up. He's not really taking those like that. And then the uh, Ravens defense, like Kyle Hamilton, I feel like was all over the Rokon Smith was just like literally taking people soul out their body with some of the hits he was putting on. But he uh CJ Stroud, 175 yards. Singletary, leading rusher with 22 yards. Like their offense, I don't I don't know I don't even know if their offense amassed over 200 total yards. Um they kind of I mean not uh 250 yards. I don't know if they amassed more than 250 yards. Like they the Ravens defense is just looking like it, it's looking like the best defense. I know everyone kept saying it was the Browns. It's the best defense. It's not like, everyone. You, you statistically, you everyone. The statistics, you know, every every week it would be like the Browns are on pace to only allow this many fucking first downs. Like they 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 kept having like all these crazy statistics for the Browns. Whereas the Ravens, when you watch on tape or like watch actual games, you're sitting there like, yo, I don't know if anyone's fucking with this Ravens defense. Nah, the Ravens have just shown them they have a problem. Once I saw them do what they did to the 49ers, I was like, oh, yeah, he was not one to be fucked with either slightly. The Ravens are on a mission, and they don't give a fuck about that. Shout out CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryan for making it as far as they did in the playoffs. This team has showed, showed that they have um, a lot of problems. This wide receivers court has played phenomenal all season. So, yeah, I'm very interested in football in Texas right now. Uh, that, that boy Harbaugh was getting frisky in the fucking a post game in the locker room. This team looking like you know, he says that this should be looking so cool until he sees it. Um, <laughs> until he rewatches it with his daughters at home, and he's like, "Yeah, what the fuck do I do?" Nah, keep going, Harbaugh. I'm with you, big dog. Keep doing it, man. Imagine two Harbaugh's winning the Super Bowl, winning the championships this year. See, sometimes I wish I was the age I am now to witness, like, the Jim and John Hart. Like, I feel like that, t- that Super Bowl would have hit so much harder. Like, as a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the- they're brothers. It's cool. To-. But, like, now, like, I would pay money to see that Super Bowl rematch right now. Like, give me, like. Yeah. Especially the teams that they had at that time. Joe Flacco on the playoff run. Colin Kaepernick scorching, scorched earth. Uh, yeah, and imagine they switch. But let's get to the uh, let's jump right over to his former team, 49ers. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy didn't look too good, but like, yeah, this 49ers defense they get the dub over Green Bay Packers 24 21. Uh, I mean, Packers are in the lead up until the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, I feel like the 49ers kind of turned on a little bit more, they weren't, but Brock Purdy. I would say now the 49ers got lucky because there was like three passes that Brock Purdy threw that could have been intercepted. Like I was like, yo, like he just like who the fuck did he throw that one to? And it didn't the football gods didn't have that happen. 
we're sitting here talking about 49ers getting the dub. Oh, man, you think weather played a factor? I heard it was a little wet. Maybe, but it's in their home territory. Like you can't, you can't be making all those excuses if that if that's your home field. That's like the Dolphins saying it was too hot. Like you know, you don't think cramps play a factor in the state. It's like, bro, like it's Miami Dolphins. Each bananas before you leave the house. Yeah, but um, but no, I respect it. I mean, I think Jordan Love and them boys is actually something promising. I don't know if they're the youngest in history, but I definitely seen a style where they're like the youngest team in the playoffs. And for them to do what they're doing has been very like I take my hands off to them for them outlasting and going against the odds. So shout out them boys. But this 49ers team show show that they're very um human this week. Yeah, um they them and CJ Stroud, like Texans and Packers, like this is you can't even be mad. If I was a fan, I understand you'd be upset, like, oh, I want to go to the Super Bowl, we made it this far, but like y'all y'all sitting pretty good. Y'all both have young quarterbacks, young course. The Packers were the like fourth youngest team in the NFL, the youngest team in the playoffs. Uh-huh. And look, they almost they almost beat a team that a lot of people are right now, if you were to go bet to who win the Super Bowl. Who have the the lowest odds will be the 49ers. They're the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. They're the favorite to win the Super Bowl last week. They're the favorite to win it three weeks ago. Like, you almost knocked them off with this young team, just like the Texans. Like, dude, pat yourself on the back. I know. I I wish I wish uh, I was in the same boat, but we ain't looked that good. But yeah, I mean, this is the healthiest um, Kyle Shanahan coming to the playoffs for a while. In a while, so we'll see what they can do. Yeah. Well, Debo is 50-50 to play, so. Mm. I was seeing some statistics, though. Like, uh, them with Debo, a lot of wins, a few losses. Then without <laughs> Debo, a few more losses than what you would expect. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Next games. now we go to Sunday. Sunday, I think, was the – the fun barn burners here. Danger. Yeah, Lions 31, Bucks 23. And don't let that score fool you. It was a fucking game. Yeah, still one possession. It should have been 24 31, but the Bucks go for two on their last score and didn't get it. Uh, Baker? Baker was baking. Goff was cooking. The defenses were both kind of playing good moments. Uh, Baker did throw two interceptions. That arguably could have been one of the factors. It was the game ceiling interception, and then one of the opening drives through an interception. Um, what? Well, how did you texted me? We was finna see OU Baker out there. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching Oklahoma Baker at the time. I'm thinking like, oh, this man Baker. Because it was every time that the Lions punched, they punched back. They answered back like. Even when, like, the second half, that's the, I sent you that text message because it was the last two minutes and they're closing out, and these motherfuckers go, like, seven plays, 93 yards, touchdown. For halftime? A minute and five seconds type shit. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Boom. So I'm like, oh, these niggas is nice. Mike Evans was really doing the fuck out of sight. I mean, doing his ass the worst way. So... 
I'm looking like, oh, and then Baker's making it happen with his legs. He's just out here giving it down to his um his check down. He's looking all over the place. I'm like, oh, this oh you Baker. Until we fast forward and we get to the that last play. And he throws that interception and his team to send his team back home. That shit is tragic. It hurts. I mean, I, I picked them to win, I think, but like the – oh, no, I picked the Lions, but I picked them to cover. They didn't cover. That's what hurt the worst is because they went for two, so they didn't cover. The right. Kyle texted me that shit. I for, completely forgot. He was like, you know what just pissed me off even more is I put I put $50 on them to cover seven and a half. They went for two and lost by eight. And I was like <laughs> – That's tragic. I like poor guy, right? But yeah, um, these are the two teams I low key rooting for for the last of the, the rest of the playoffs. Now the Dolphins are out, just because like I wanted to see Baker do some crazy shit. Like, cause you saw Baker was Baker be cutting up on the field, right? You gotta enjoy Baker. Baker be doing the dance moves, fucking doing the extra additives after plays. Hey, oh you Baker be doing this thing, man. I will say that, but one thing I will say. I'm not a Bucks fan. I low-key hate the motherfuckers. But um, I would say there's no quitting them boys. Them boys definitely give it everything they got because that defense was not giving up all game, no matter what happened. Never got put down in the dumps on some shit. And the Lions go to the NFC title game first time. I, th- I don't know since when, bro. This is the, some – a lot of people weren't breathing air last time this shit uh they were there. They never won a Super Bowl. The last time they won it, it was like the the championship game. It wasn't even called the Super Bowl in like nineteen fifty seven. To be a team to be a franchise for that long, you to never be able to say that is crazy. So I'm hoping for I'm pulling for them boys. Go Lions. <laughs> I mean somebody said it best. They said the Lions is an example of when executives me coaching and players, they all just catch in a big union and they just, they find, they meet around the fire and they put sparks on it because the synergy between the three is very nice right now. I don't know how long that will last. I don't know how long it will keep going, but as of right now, you're showing that they just this is the trusting the process is the best thing they can do. And, and now they they went from mediocrity to NFC champ, to being in the NFC championship. And not only are they like in that moment, but to know that like the whole whole America is behind them. Like they showed it was like a map. I know it's not a real map, but this is basically how it feels. It was like people because it's 49ers versus Lions for the NFC championship game next week. And it was like mm-hmm. the map is like the people who are going for what team in America. Cali was red for the 49ers, and the rest of America was blue for Detroit Lions. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know I'm riding for Detroit Lions. I hope they get a dub ski. Like, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm low key want to see my Lions do it, but like, I would love to see a Ravens versus 49ers Super Bowl. That'd go crazy. No, that really would. But, uh, next game, two teams that know each other well: Chiefs. Chiefs win 24, I mean 27, Bills 24. Uh, we were both on the Bills. You were shocked I took the Bills. And the weirdest thing was I thought I picked the Chiefs up until near kickoff, and I was rewatching the episode, and I was like, oh, fuck, I did pick the Bills. Like, what the fuck was I? I, I was like, bro, like, they're, their linebacker core is hurt. 
Like they they're not gonna be able to have anyone to cover Kelsey because that's who's gonna end up on Kelsey's gonna be the backup of a backup of a backup linebacker. Like yeah, like this that. So I actually cashed the Travis Kelsey touchdown score, and I parlayed that with Almon St. Brown touchdown score, and like that paid pretty well. But um, Chiefs getting getting it done. Chiefs is this is this as simple as they just know them they the. They just can't get over. This is similar to like the Bengals versus Chiefs. Bengals always beat the Chiefs, and then just like the Chiefs will always beat the Bills. Is this one of those? Like one's rock, one's paper, and one scissors. I just think the Bills just are always going to be their own worst enemy. But you can blame it on Tyler Bass missing the field goal. Definitely. Uh, uh, I know that shit was hurtful, uh, but like. That shit was hurtful, and it looked like it was going in and just literally just turned out of nowhere. So it was just he like, no oh, longer wow. had social media. He's off of social media. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's a It's a long time. He had a long day. You feel me? But um, I respect. But there was a lot of bad decision making. I think throughout the game, especially later in the game, there was a play. I think they went for it on fourth and five on their own 29 type shit. It's crazy shit like that. So, like, they're on top of the injuries, on top of the bad decision-making, this Bills team wasn't equipped to win. It was cool to say, like, oh, Patrick Mahomes never been to Buffalo. That's what doesn't fucking matter. Big-time players can play. Fucking <laughs> matter. Big-time players don't believe in that shit. So that's what Pat Mahomes showed us. And shout out the Bills Mafia because they came out deep. I seen them boys doing flips through firing tables and shit. But um, <laughs> said they had on fire. So yeah, this this Chiefs team is back is back in the conference finals championship. Wow, they said he you didn't know this show. This show got wheels. Like we take this bitch on the road. This show like this bitch traveling circus. Um. Buffalo, fourth and five, Kev. They don't even leave the offense on the field. They go with the punting punt squad, and they fake the punt. And you know who gets the ball? DeMar Hamlin. And uh, he gets stuffed. And I will say, Twitter was having a fucking field day with the fact that DeMar <laughs> Hamlin was the one who got stuffed <laughs> <laughs> the playoff moment that basically sealed the game against the not sealed it, but it was one of the big factors on why they lost against the Chiefs in the playoffs again. <laughs> nah, it's interesting. But I will say this the game was amazing. It felt like it a heavyweight fight. It felt like a heavyweight fight every time you looked up. Like it was just like, oh dang, they swung. Oh, they swung. Oh, they swung. And there was like a lot of motherfuckers landing. Like that last touchdown from the Bills, that that one in on the third two of the Shaquille dude or Shaquille, like Shakir. that shit. Was so, yeah, that shit was so nice. Right, Stephon Diggs was in the fucking box. Right, they oh, had. Yeah. There was that one play he could have caught the deep over the head and just went right through his hands. And uh, but the, you know how after the first loss against the Chiefs, he was standing out there looking at them, watching them do the whole ceremony, right? And then two years ago when they lost in overtime, or a year ago when they lost in overtime, Stephon Diggs sat out there, watched uh, the ceremony again for the Chiefs. And then this year, I guess he stood out there again to watch the Chiefs uh, 
Like, just stood on the field for an extra moment. So, Stefan Diggs, three years in a row, has watched and she stood stood longer and has watched and she's Nick, uh, not Nick, Willie Gay. You remember Willie Gay, the linebacker? Mm-hmm. He posted, nice. Yeah, he posted on his Instagram that photo of Stefan Diggs on, standing out there again. He was like, Buddy's been standing there for three years now. Ain't he tired? And then he said, like, Buddy, uh, Buddy ain't tired yet. He's been standing there for three years. Buddy, um, uh, or is Buddy crying or some shit? I don't know. But he he was talking crazy shit to the uh to Stefan Diggs. I don't Not know. For real. I don't know if he's retired or what. But I know he definitely played for the Chiefs. But yeah, he called talk crazy shit. The Chiefs, the Chiefs do what Chiefs do. Patrick Mahomes. We're going to see a Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson AFC championship game. And I honestly can't wait for it. And I and honestly, with the way they're playing, it probably is deservingly so. We got two of the best defenses and two really good offenses. Anything else you have on the, the uh before uh before we get out of here about like Chiefs Bills and then like the future preview? We got Lamar versus Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, next week is going to be fucking insane. These are the games you want to see, the games you fucking love. Everything about it is going to be nice. Motherfucking, um, they have, um, the fact that, um, the Chiefs, the Lamar gets to go through the Chiefs. Like, this is the Chiefs going to their sixth, sixth, um, consecutive, maybe, um, AFC championship. So Lamar has to go through the Chiefs is kind of poetic justice. As we can tell, the Chiefs have Buffalo's number, and they will forever own that motherfucker. And that's the that's my take on this one. Yeah, well, we'll catch your boys next week still. But I'm talking uh, this four games, three close ones: 49ers beating Packers, banger; Lions beating Bucks, banger; Chiefs beating Bills, banger. Fuck it, we go on the road with it. And the Ravens taking care of business once again. Like they got, they had the bye week. They come off the bye week and show like once again, like no team is fucking with the Ravens right now. So we got they stood up business. We got to see if that carries over, and they'll be at home because they're the number one team. They'll be hosting the Patrick Mahomes Chiefs, whereas the 49ers will be hosting the Detroit Lions. And we'll catch y'all to break those games down. Always go down, like, and subscribe. Comment what y'all thought on the games this week. How do we make a pick for next week? I'm Paul Pickin' Winnow. Join with Kev, Waterboy, Savoy. If y'all didn't know, what now y'all know, motherfuckers? Yeah.